Hello, thanks for tuning in to Learn, Grow, Succeed, the leadership podcast with me, Tom Hallett. This podcast is all about providing you with insights and tips to help you on your journey towards exceptional leadership. Hello and welcome back to the Learn, Grow, Succeed podcast with me, Tom, and my fellow host, Alex. Hello, Alex. Hi, mate. How are we doing? Pretty good. Although, for, for all the listeners out there, I am suffering with hay fever. So if I sound a bit funny, um, yeah, my, my apologies in advance. <laughs> Just don't splutter over the mic or anything like that. <laughs> I think we'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm in my own space. So don't worry. Don't worry. We're all, we're all safe here. Awesome. So this week, uh, we've got a, a fresh new pod for you. And this one is it, back on a more kind of slightly more traditional topic that you might find coming from a learning and development kind of group of people because this week is all about creativity which is something we do get asked about a lot from from clients um and how you can instill creativity or what exercises can you run that help people be more creative and all that kind of thing so this week we're gonna um, run through a few pointers on um, yeah, how to make yourself a little bit more creative. And as ever, it's come from our minds at Excel. Um, Alex is pretty well qualified for this one, being a, a published author and all that good stuff. Um, so hopefully there, there are a few little nuggets you can take away here to, to help in that next moment where you want to think slightly differently to normal. Okay, so Alex, what 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 um, was your inspiration behind uh, the blog? This this blog around how you can boost your creative thinking. So actually, do you know what? There was a couple of reasons why um, I thought this might be a good topic. I think firstly, um, through my own process, I obviously write this blog every two weeks, and topics and how to articulate certain topics you know it's quite boring if i just state the obvious i try to make the blog as fun as possible and sometimes you need some creative space and and some creative activities to really get the juices flowing um sorry that's a horrible image juices that's that's just a horrible saying but to get the juices flowing you need you need time and space and uh, and and the ability to do so so that that was one reason because i thought it's good because i can write about some of my own processes and and things i've done in the past when writing or, or creating things and uh, additionally i also thought that life now especially if you're working from home is quite predictable i know we i don't want to go on and on about um you know, working from home and, and things because we talk about it so regularly. Um, but if you're sat in the same room doing the same things, you've got the same schedule every single day, and then it can be quite hard, hard to harvest um, creative thoughts because everything's just the same every single day. So there's also that side to it. Environmentally now, it might be tougher to be creative in the space that you're in. So how can we, how can we enhance your creativity and, and what can we do in order to make it much easier, really? Yeah, definitely. And from my perspective, uh, you know, it rarely, we, I rarely go through a call with a, a client and there isn't some sort of cliched sentence, probably half the time coming out of my mouth, I'll admit it, about, you know, are we blue sky thinking? Are we thinking outside the box here? Are we, you know, a blank sheet of paper thinking or whatever the, the cliche might be? Because, um, what was it, Einstein's famous quote of if you just do the same thing over and over again, it's the definition of insanity. And although when we think creative thinking, a lot of the time I, I think 
people do think of these kind of wacky, crazy ideas like, I don't know, inventing the internet was pretty creative and changed the world. But mm. it doesn't have to be that extreme. It might just be that you uh, do something in a slightly different way to improve the results you get. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, you know, and, and actually sometimes those bigger creative things like the internet maybe started from just a, an idea that wasn't so creative, maybe that was just given a minor tweak to be incredibly in innovative and uh, completely brand new. So sometimes even the littlest bit of creative flair um, in the long run can, can really build up to something incredible. I think the other thing, Alex, that just, just to think about before we get into the, the, the points of today's podcast is why why are we going to talk about creative thinking i know we often talk about outcome thinking here so it is important to understand the why um before we go into how to be creative what what, we, what was your thinking behind that so my main thought was i feel like there's a lot of people out there maybe even listening to us now who are mislabeling themselves they're they're thinking that they are not something that they actually are so uh, the amount of people that you might speak to, you might know people personally. It may even be, you know, someone that you work with regularly who just says, oh, I'm not a creative person. Um, but honestly, that doesn't exist. They're, they're, everyone has the ability to be creative. We all have different processes. It might be that you just haven't found how you are creative yet, or you haven't learned how you can be more creative or, or what will inspire you to do things differently. Um, but we all have it in us to be creative. For some, it's more natural. To some, maybe it needs to be worked on. But I, I feel like the why is to show people that actually you can be frustrated that the, maybe you're not coming up with things that you assume are, is creative, but you have the ability to do so. So it just takes work. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, that from a personal perspective, and then I guess from a, a professional and a, and a business perspective, I guess history is absolutely littered with examples of businesses that were not able to be creative or um you know shut off in the face of change rather than being creative and adapting to, to new scenarios you know the tech giants of this world that have only evolved in the last 20 years have all eaten up your you know your netflix is famous that it killed off blockbuster and those kind of things whereas if blockbuster had been a bit more creative and um, thought outside the box maybe it would be the big uh, yellow and blue sign that, that we all watch every day rather than Netflix so are you um, saying you could have saved Blockbuster well maybe if they'd listened to this podcast we could have saved Blockbuster that is like, exactly what I'm saying I love that um yeah and, and again just to bring it back down to, to a personal point um I, I think like with businesses as well it can be quite frustrating when you can't think of that creative thing and actually I, I gotta say I, I think of myself as a creative person and I still go through that creative frustration where I think well this isn't anything special this isn't anything new I'm doing what's already been done before um, so it's something that everyone experiences um, so yeah just thought that was important to add frustration is normal I think when it comes to this so this is all about helping with with yeah. that also yeah indeed and it was kind of the driver for the blog wasn't it you were getting frustrated with a lack of creativity on the blog and hence decided to do a blog about how to be creative absolutely okay cool so the first um point uh, about you know how to be more creative is taking the weight off your mind and um in, in the writing you talk about a really interesting exercise here so I'm, I'm, i'd love to hear more about it because i didn't ask you more about it in the past 
Yeah, so um, especially as a writer, I find that this one helps. However, it, it, it kind of comes down to, I mean, for myself, I find it's quite easy to clear my mind. Um, there's not a lot in my brain. So it's quite easy if you go, oh, um, clear your head and start thinking about something. That's quite, that's a two second exercise for me. Um, but some people carry around a lot of mental baggage. Um, they've got certain things that weigh them down a bit. And if you want your mind to kind of drift into creative spaces and really take off, you can't have it weighed down with all this baggage. It, it just doesn't work like that. So an effective way that I found, um, I actually figured this out when doing my degree. I, it was something that I was taught when I was doing a lot of creative writing basically every day is that when you have days where you sit down and you go, right, I've got to be creative. I've got to start um, doing this, this project or this task, which requires um, just some different thinking. A, a good idea is to just grab a bit of paper, put your pen on the paper and just write and never take the pen off the paper. Um, and as I say, the, in terms of neatness, <laughs> it, it has issues, but the point isn't to be neat. The point is you can write whatever comes into your head, even if it's, you know, no one's ever going to read this. It can be whatever jumps into your head. You write down on that bit of paper. It doesn't even need to come out in, you know, to be to be readable. Um, it can come out as messy as you want. As long as it's out of your head and onto something, then when you come to finish after, I don't know, a couple of minutes of writing where you feel like your, your stream of consciousness is on that page, you then should feel a lot lighter. All those things that are on that page were in your head. They might still be in your head in some way, but they're also on that page now. And it should free up some space for you to, you know, think some new thoughts and to, and to really get going. Yeah. And I guess that could be a doodle as well. It doesn't have to be writing if that's how it comes out. Um, yeah. Or I guess there could be other ways to get it out of your mind, you know, write a big list. If you're a more kind of analytical type of person, write a list of all those things in your mind. And again, you're, you're getting them out of the mental space and onto the physical, which is the process that, that we're talking about. Yeah, and I think there's similarities here to when we talk about stress, about, well, actually, if you're stressed about things, why don't you jot them down, formalize the things you're stressed about? And actually, when you get them down, they make you feel so much better. It's exactly the same here. If, if you're trying to be creative and trying to freestyle a little bit, then if there's things chaining you down, write, write them down. It can be structured. It could be a drawing. It could be, like I say, just something completely scrambled and all over the place. Um but yeah, the, the end result is, the outcome is that you should feel prepared then and a lot more free. It's a good, interesting comparison. I imagine it's exactly the same as dealing with stress. You can't, you're not going to be creative with a cortisol-fueled brain that's in fight or flight mode because they're your options, fight or flight. Whereas if you can get, a, get, get rid of all that and get the serotonin flowing, then mm. you're going to be in a much more creative space. Yeah. And um, there's there's so many studies out there that actually say that you're much more creative when you're tired, which baffles me. I, I, it's true, but it baffles me because you would think in order to do anything well, surely you have to be at full capacity. Um, but actually, when you allow yourself to daydream and and to, to not be so bogged down with maybe everyday, um, you know, stresses and things that are that are restricting your thoughts then actually you can be much more productive when you're feeling a lot more tired so uh there you go there's 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 more i wish i could name a study um but you know that 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 wouldn't be normal for me i i, I like just saying there is studies and well, they exist somewhere 
you can uh, we'll, we'll include a study reference in the uh, supporting text that goes with this. So yeah. Alex, Alex will find it for us. I shall find them. There are plenty. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's a, that's a good idea. But there you go. See, so maybe sometimes if you can't be creative, maybe you're too switched on and maybe you've got all these things going on in your head. And actually, you should wait maybe until things that you feel a little bit more fatigued. Interesting. It does sound counterintuitive, but I, I get it. I, I think I, I'm probably like one of those people. Mm. So the next point is warm up. And I know this is one that I threw in uh, when we were discussing this one now. And uh, the inspiration behind warming up was a little bit because I was thinking about kind of physical activities and how you can't just go into any strenuous physical activity without a bit of a warm-up because you'll do yourself harm and you won't perform which is the, the key point um, and you can't just expect your brain to suddenly be creative just because you tell it to but I think what, what might be interesting is there's an, an exercise which really brought this one home to me when I was asking the team at Excel to again in my cliches I was probably saying blue sky thinking think outside the box and um, it a simple exercise you can do is to take some post-it notes and set a challenge or a topic or a question that you want people to think creatively about and just say go. Throw any ideas on the board, remove all boundaries, which we'll come on to later. Um, you don't want any boundaries at this point. But to begin with, there will be a slow start. People will sit there pondering through their brains um, and you might get a few post-its, a creative, more naturally creative person in the room will start throwing some up. But give it the time, give it some patience, and you'll see that it gets faster and faster and faster. And after a few minutes, you'll see that people's mind is flowing in that creative space, and all of a sudden stuff comes out, but you have to give it the time to warm up. Mm. And that, that's what made me really think of this one especially when you're doing exercises like that, I think there's an inner fear in people that this, is this a creative thought or is this a stupid idea? And I think, like you say, when you're throwing things up and you're warming up by throwing out any idea and you know, you're getting everything out there that you think could be possible, perhaps, maybe even that couldn't be possible, but you're getting everything, every potential idea, whether you think it's clever or not, up on a board, it's a good way to, to warm up as well in terms of what you think is, is possible because you can quite often restrict yourself by saying, actually, no, that's a terrible idea. Actually, by putting it on the board, you don't know and you can build off of it. So it's, yeah, it's a very good way to warm up. Yeah, I think it's important. And we are starting to move into actually the next point around allowing your mind to wander. And, and if you move into a creative process, so if you're a leader or a manager or something doing this at work and maybe you're going to do that exercise with post-it notes and you say, right, what's the business look like in 12 months' time? Or, or what should the business be doing in 12 months' time to continue our growth? But before you've even started the exercise, you say, however, the constraints are, we only have X amount of money to invest into new processes, or uh, we can't increase our headcount, or we can only increase our headcount by this much, or we won't use external people. Every single one of those restrictions is chipping away at people's a mind's ability to wander and to truly be creative Absolutely. so you should get rid of those you can add them back in later like we know if someone says we're going to improve productivity by having 10 office dogs you might know that's not a practical answer but it doesn't matter for the creative process that's the 
the sensible process that comes in later. Mm. So is there, on the allowing your mind to wander, was there any other points in here that, that you wanted to, to pull out? Yeah, I think, um, again, we talk about this quite often about your surroundings now. Things are different uh, in the modern day. Um, and, you know, if you're going to allow yourself to wander, your mind to wander, you need to be in that state where your your mind is going into new territory. You're not thinking about maybe the obvious you're going into paths that aren't worn down so you don't want anything to kind of grab your mind by the shoulder and pull it back to to reality almost you want to go into a space that's alternative and not not where you go every single day so I mean you can do it in many ways I think a lot of people like to separate themselves from the outside world that could be with headphones or just by separating themselves from technology I can tell you there's nothing worse than uh, when you're getting into a state where actually all these ideas are flowing and buzzing and suddenly then your phone buzzes and you're straight out of that state, almost like a trance. You're straight out of the trance and back into, uh, into, every, in, into everyday life. So um, I think it's important, allowing your mind to wonder, as we say, it can happen if you're tired, it can happen maybe when you're less busy, you've got less things to focus on, your mind can really go into those places that it doesn't usually go. Um, but also as well, in terms of staying there, it's just, again, important to think about your distractions, what might bring you back, um, yeah. whether that be tech, other people or, or anything like that. It's always yeah. important to keep in mind. Yeah. And I think the other one that's easy to do here is, and links into last week's podcast, is is look at your physical space. Mm. Um, go go somewhere different if you you know you want to think be thinking a bit differently. I know for myself, I'll always go into into the office and use the big whiteboards so I can doodle and move stuff around and that kind of thing. And just moving from my usual desk to the different desk is again, putting yourself somewhere new, maybe go outside like we talked about last week. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause you've got to be comfortable. And um, I actually wanted to ask you about this Tom, because I think um, we're in, in terms of tidiness and in terms of neatness, we're slightly different ends of the spectrum. 100%. Um, I, would you, so if you're, if you're sat down and you're trying to be creative, and let's just say in your surroundings, there's something that's not quite right. Would you find it easy to be creative or would you need to go somewhere completely different? Good question. To, 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 you know, we talked in the first point, taking the weight off, clearing your mind. Mm-hmm. To me, if I'm going to, tr- for me, if I'm trying to get myself into that space, I need to set my area up to be clear. Mm-hmm. And I think that's about clearing my mind so I don't want mess around me because that's putting I'm thinking about the mess so yeah so I and have it, to organize my space so and, and yeah so, so again to show that the importance of surroundings you're sat there you've got your lovely clean desk everything's where it should be but there's a really annoying cobweb in the corner of the room that kills your creative energy right yeah there you go. So that, that's how important this is, really. You know, one little thing can completely disrupt what you're trying to do. Yeah. Um, and I mean, obviously, for me, I'm not saying that I'm used to living around cobwebs. I am a clean person. Um, <laughs> but you know, those, those, even the distractions that you think are, are very, very small, minimal little things, look how much they can play on your mind and affect you. Yeah. And so, so do you find a slightly more chaotic environment is a creative one to help your juices flow because actually for you that is where the space is i definitely um you know i, I to give you an example i don't know whether obviously if you're listening to this you can't see this um but it was my birthday last week and there are balloons all over the room i'm in 
on the ceiling, on the walls, everywhere. And it's, it's different. It's, it's not the same. It's the same room, but it looks completely different. Um, personally, I'm not annoyed by them. It just brings something different, which then may help me think differently. That's, that's a positive thing. If it was annoying me, then yeah, it would completely ruin it. But I think if you can embrace slightly different things and maybe some of the chaos around you, then I, I think that's extremely powerful in terms of what's, what's going to come next. Yeah. Um, but it's cool. all about your relationship with those things. Yeah. Cool. So slight, slight digression, but important to mine, I think, is to think about that physical space and it might be different from one person to the next. Um, varied content is the next point and about sort of, if you, I guess this is training your mind to pick up new and different things all the time. Mm. Um, you know, a bit, again, a bit back to the muscle analogy of you have to keep using your muscles for them to grow. Um, is this, is this where you were at on this point? Yeah. And, um, again, if you, so if we're going to use a workout analogy, um, if you were to always use dumbbells, you'd have potentially giant arms. Um, but if you never did anything with your legs, then you might look like Popeye. Um, so it, it's, it's very much that. Again, if, you, if you're trying to become, I would say, well-rounded, um, if, you, if you're taking on more content, then there's more stuff that you can apply to create tasks. You have more concepts in your head that you can then use and adapt to, to then that thing you're trying to do. If you only ever consume content in a couple of areas, that's, that's all you're really using in a way. Whereas if you're, if you're curious and you go, oh, I'd love to learn more about that thing I don't understand, then there might be concepts, ideas, methods, different things from that that then you can apply to this thing. You're basically using ideas that are already there and then creatively adapting them to what you're trying to do. Yeah. Um, I have no theories to back this one up. It's just what's in my mind. And I think the important thing about very content though is for it to be just built into your lives to be an inquisitive person again the sponge not the rock and picking things up all the time because what i don't think you can do in my humble opinion is spend an hour doing a load of research on random stuff and then say right now it's time to be creative because you filled mm. your mind with a load of other content this need, you need to be able to pull things out of the lockers inside your brain that you've picked up over days and weeks and months and years um, as opposed to saying just go and scour the internet and then come back and give me an answer. That That is creative, but it's not going to be that crazy or inspiring uh, moment of madness. Yeah. And I suppose we can scale up and say it's all about growth mindsets. You know, yeah. if, if, if you're always thinking, well, this is, this is all I'll ever be good at. This is all I'm ever interested in. Then yeah, you're restricting yourself. Whereas if you know that, okay, I might not be good at this now, let's go and learn. And you're doing that over, over a, a course of time then naturally you're going to pick up things and it's, it's a lot less forced that way. It's just habits, mm -hmm. um, which I think is really important. And, and a, 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 an example that, that I brought up was sometimes when I write, I like to, to, again, do something like this and I'll watch a video of how, so let's just say a song that's popular at the moment, they'll usually do a breakdown of how it was made. So you can see how it all came together and all these different things, how the artists themselves suddenly thought of this beat or this lyric or whatever and then how it built in to be what it is now. I find that looking at things like that are really helpful. You know, looking at someone else in their creative process and it, they might be doing something completely different to you, but they're still being creative. Yeah. How have they done it? You know, are there things that maybe they're doing that you can use? Um, you know, what's their process? So when we say about content, we say about obviously 
knowledge and, and, and things like that. But actually, what about even content in terms of processes of other creators in other fields? Yeah, uh, I think you've segued perfectly as well into the final two points, because uh, the, the second to last one is about doing something new, which is what we were talking about challenging yourself to, to constantly be trying to do new stuff I know parking in a different space every day uh, just little things like that can make those broader connections in your brain but and um, what we've also segued there is is the power of groups and and drawing inspiration and energy and creative energy from others yeah and um I've, yeah it's all about not being bogged down by what's already predetermined if you know what's happening every minute of every hour of it i mean it's probably impossible to know what's happening every minute but if you have a good idea of what your day is going to look like from the offset and you just go through the motions and do what always happens then then yeah you're not really stimulating any creativity in your mind it's just almost going on autopilot um whereas like i say you surround yourself with new people or, or groups you don't know what they're going to say that's completely new that's unknown maybe even the people that you're around is completely new and unknown the, the maybe little elements like you say park in a different space work in a different space the elements of the unknown again that, that can be can be used to, to be creative so yeah that that can be useful in people it can be useful in environments maybe even you know just the structure of your day um adding in unknowns and and differences here and there i mean that, that can be a, a massive impact in, into your creativity yeah definitely and Again, growth mindset, that's what this comes back to. Um, and as I said, there, there is just so much power in, in, in the groups. And I think that, that can be a bit more difficult to do sometimes or maybe doesn't come as naturally because we're all, most people working remotely. But you can still do it really effectively. You know, in, in Excel, when we're doing creative tasks, looking at our you know business model or strategy or whatever the case may be and we're asking people to think differently to how we do every day and um, you can do that really effectively online using miro boards or google jam boards to do the post-it note exercise you can do it virtually exactly the same way as you would if you were all in a room together yeah um, you might not quite feel that kind of invisible energy so much from people but then you can if um if you if you put the effort in to, to connect with everyone in the room so yeah and I, I think like like you said if you're if you're in person or if you're in a chat like we are right now it's great to bounce off each other which is a really strange turn of phrase uh, phrase but you know if, if you've got an idea i can add to it and and steadily it gets maybe somewhere and yeah. ideas come off of each other however you know even like you said if you've got like a board that people are adding to other people's perspectives are so important to the evolution of creative ideas. How something starts and how it ends can often come from, I'd say, you've added something to something I already thought of and, and all these brains are coming together into one thing. Yeah, um, of course, a prime, prime example. I think this is clearly a subject you and me both like and we normally take about 15, 20 minutes and we've been bouncing. We, we were completely unscripted on this one, by the way. We often have some prep, but this one we said, no, we this is a topic we know and we love. We're just going to go for it. And um, there might be a little bit of waffle in there, but but you can tell we're kind of vibing off each other. And I, always, I often pull creative energy from Alex. So. Who doesn't like waffle? Waffle's great. Waffles are great. Awesome. Well, I hope something in there has just sparked some thoughts in your brains and given you a little bit of inspiration to maybe try something a little bit different to get those new and creative thoughts flowing so that you can 
grow a little bit more, be a little bit better in your business and make sure you're not going the way of the blockbusters of this world um, and it are instead adapting and overcoming everything that, that gets in your way. So um, as ever, thanks for thanks for the energy and the, uh, and the information, Alex. Thank you. I love it as always. And thanks for everyone for listening. And as always, do head over to our website at XL dash communications.com um, to get loads of other resources over there and if there are any other topics you want covered in the blogs and the podcasts then we are actively searching for your creativity so that we can um, create things that add value so do let us know through social email and all that good stuff 